welcome to another episode of Hot Mess to Success podcast with myself, Vicky and Hetty. Um, today we are following on from the last episode where we discussed how you can define your own success and what success really means to you. Um, so by now, you should have some sort of clarity on what that actually means to you, not what is being put upon you by any conditioning, any societal expectations, anyone else around you, what is actually aligned to your values, what is really important to you. So in this episode, we're going to be breaking down what we feel is our steps to success in 2023. Um, by no means, if you're listening to this at some other point in time, does it yes. make any difference? Because these steps are something that we feel are important no matter what time of year um and it's just going to empower you to end the year on a high and continue the momentum into the next year into the following year months ahead whenever you're listening to this it really doesn't matter so we're going to be sharing our unique experiences and what has actually worked for us um what's worked for our clients and also what hasn't worked as well mm. um, and also how you can implement the, these kind of top tips into your own life as well what I will say is we are big believers in everybody have their own individual perceptions and takes on things so if something doesn't resonate you know that's absolutely fine as well Um, some things might and some things might not I know for me um, new year's resolutions <laughs> are a big pet peeve of mine um, I don't believe that the work at all. I think it puts far too much pressure on starting things. What do you think? Do, do you know what? Like I, even as a, as like a teenager, I remember I would set these New Year's resolutions and I would literally from the moment it struck 12 midnight on the 1st of January, I was like, right, okay, that's it. And usually I would be starting a very restrictive diet or something like that. So I would eat whatever I wanted the night before, 11 o'clock, half 11. And then the minute it got to midnight, I was like, right, that's it. I'm not eating those foods ever again. And I'm a new person. Did it work? No, it literally probably lasted one day, if that. Um, but I think I was always very much one of those people that was like, right, I'm going to change my life. This is going to be the year. And I know I mentioned this on the tail end of the the previous episode, if you've not listened to that. I do recommend listening to that before this one. Um, but the amount of pressure that like this whole like new year, new me brings, like it's kind of like unspoken about, but there's like this energy around you've got to change your life in January, even to the point of like you go shopping in Christmas and all you see is like sweets, chocolates, like everyone's just merry and everything like that. And then, the minute it gets to January, it's like all the foods change. Everything's health orientated. You know, you've got to be going to the gym. I remember working in the gym as well in previous jobs. January, everyone, the gym was just packed. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a bad thing to want to change um, certain aspects of and things in your life in January. That is not a bad thing. But I think me personally, I really found that it was a lot of yeah pressure to just completely just transform your life from the inside out and be a completely different person on January the 1st and 
it's only through obviously years of working on myself and working with other clients and working a lot within like habits and like how how habits are formed that I've realized that that is complete bullshit and that it doesn't work if you think it does like that is absolutely fine but in my personal opinion I think for the long term the whole you know you've got to change your life on January the 1st like it, it you can do it any time of the year like it doesn't I would just feel really anxious around around that time like oh my god like this is this is got to be it like this is everything's got to change and and then with that obviously it comes with a load of guilt if you mess up it's the whole black and white all or nothing thinking like I've now got to be perfect for the rest of January or I've got to change my whole life in in this year and if you don't then you're a failure you've failed whatever um and I think now looking back obviously the work that I've done now it's completely different my my whole aspect on goals and achieving goals and new year's resolutions is a lot more holistic and balanced now like that is we talked about it last episode but connecting back to your values like how do you want to feel when you're on the journey of success and and achieving those goals do you want to feel stressed and like you're a failure if you miss one day at the gym or you don't do what you said that you was going to do no not at all like it's about a work in progress and it's small small increments of change over the course of whatever time and it does it need to be on January the 1st no it doesn't like you could still be you know you're not I think I want to reinforce that you don't have to change yourself on January the 1st like you are still completely accepted and amazing as you are on January the 1st you don't have to just change yourself and who you are um on January the 1st it can be you can just work on changing smaller things about um yourself or working towards those um bigger successes that you want to achieve later on in the months if if that's what you want to do or even now exactly 100% and I think this is why I really wanted to get that in there before when I was introducing this episode like it doesn't matter when you're listening to this it's still going to apply I'm just going to pick up on what you said there it's like there's so much pressure so Mm. much pressure to like create new habits and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, of course, we want to, you know, if we're wanting to grow, we want to evolve, we want to change, of course, that's that's going to happen. But that can also happen much more naturally um, mm-hmm. and authentically if we're not putting ourselves under pressure because of what we see or what we hear or, oh, my God, it's January. I must have to, you know, go to the gym. I'm going to have to start eating right. I'm going to have to do mm-hmm. this. And, uh, because what comes with that, and I know that you, exactly like what you've just said before like and again I'm going to use the example of diet like if I know I'm going on a diet I'll eat like an absolute pig the day yeah. before because I'm a, yeah. I'm allowed it today like I'm allowed mm-hmm. it tomorrow I'm not allowed it like well, we get to choose like we get to choose what's good what's not good what's balanced what makes us feel good um and this is what pisses me off so much like about like the way things are portrayed is to do with anything when it comes to goals and habits and change because it's not sustainable like it's not sustainable mm. change if you're constantly putting pressure on yourself to do something that you don't want to do just because you feel like you have to or you should do it mm-hmm. um and also you know just a note on like waiting as well like 
there is no it's never too early or too late to change like no. you can do that at any time when you want to um but what I would say is when with this pressure comes like a massive crash to the nervous mm. system like mm. if we try and jump out of our comfort zone too quickly all we're going to do like we're just going to go straight into fight or flight we're going to crawl back into our comfort zone with our fluffy blankets like me and Hetty are sitting with now by the way <laughs> as we're recording <laughs> um yeah we're going to do that because of course it doesn't it doesn't feel easy and it doesn't feel flowy and it doesn't feel balanced and it's not generally all the time what we actually want we just feel like we should be doing it it's about understanding that there's no right time there's no perfect time um because what we often do is like oh well um I'll not do it yet because Christmas I'll not do it yet because I'm going to wait until the new year like mm-hmm. no we don't need to wait if you want to change mm-hmm. you can change now you can change today if you really want to um we don't have to wait but also on the flip side of that and I know we are both really passionate about sharing this as well like doing things at the wrong time for you forcing yourself to do something when you don't feel like it will feel like a chore um Mm. there's a really conflicting kind of um part of this where like you know start before you're ready but Mm. also like you know do do things when you know sometimes the messy action works out the momentum will build but also there's another aspect of feeling into your body feeling what you really want um Mm. are you doing this just because you feel like you should be doing it um or is it actually something that you want to do right now Mm. and asking those questions can kind of just dig into that a little bit deeper I believe anyway yeah a hundred percent definitely and like following on from what you said like and this is a classic like I'm I always use the weight loss and the gym fitness industry and when it comes to stuff like this as a prime example because people and this is something that I'm so passionate about as well with my own clients that, you know, if if the gym, for example, is your goal, you know, you want to feel a little bit healthier and, and fitter and that sort of thing. But the gym is really intimidating and scary for you. And you're just going to say, well, I'm just going to go to the gym and you sign up to the gym, you pay the money. But actually, that's not you're not ready for that yet. Maybe you have no desire whatsoever to go to the gym and you're forcing yourself to go because, you think that that's what you should be doing um and rightly so like that is going to affect your nervous system you're going to end up sacking it off in maybe the end of january or the second week in january and then the knock on effect of that is you're going to you're going to have the complete opposite you're going to feel like a failure you're going to look at yourself and think well why you know i never stick to anything all of these identity um you know negative self-talk I never stick to anything I can never do this that and the other and that's when we go into that negative spiral of just feeling like a failure and that we never do what we say we're going to do it's about really just tackling and that's what obviously what we're going to talk about today but meeting yourself where you are and not going head first if you're not ready for it and thinking about your whole goal how you want to feel um and not thinking that you have to change your whole life on January the 1st. It can just be small increments of change. And this is something that, again, like I've said before, from past experience, 
particularly with fitness and food and stuff like that, I would beat myself up so badly if I messed up because I was putting so much pressure on myself to be quote unquote absolutely perfect on January the 1st because I you know the world tells me that's when I've got to get my shit together that's when I've got to sort my life out that's what I've got to when I've got to be a completely different person and it's all it's this all or nothing and it doesn't have to be like that you can actually meet yourself where you are you can start making small changes now you can go to you know I'm using the gym as an example but you can start going to the gym in December you don't have to eat shit every single day and then on January the 1st that's it you go cold turkey like you can just start meeting yourself where you are right now and just make small small changes I'm using fitness as an example this could relate to any kind of uh, goal that you have business whatever relatable at this time of year I know like you know that there's so much pressure there to Mm. you know on body image on change on like Christmas time being a very indulgent time yeah it's just like oh December November December is all about indulgence and then January February is all about sacrifice discipline and it's this really hot and cold energy and that is what I can't stand it doesn't have to be like that and and you know it all it does is just put you into a mindset of scarcity. It yes. just puts and and it puts you into a place where you feel feel absolutely miserable. Yeah, <laughs> and you, then the cycle you, con- you know continues. You tell you you tell yourself don't think of a pink elephant. Are you going to think of a pink elephant? It's the same way you say you know you're not allowed to do this this and this, um, or you've got to be perfect for doing whatever you set yourself out to do. You are gonna slip up because that you're a human being you're not a failure you're a fucking human being and that's what we do exactly we go back to our comfort zones and we go back to our old habits that we've got so ingrained definitely and I think just putting far too much pressure on yourself and stress anyway like you know obviously I've touched on the nervous system but you get to choose like this is your life and just as how you say is like you're human, <laughs> like you're supposed to be human. Even in business, it's everything now. Obviously, we're discussing this from a different aspect, a different perspective. But you do see a lot of um set your goals for 2023. Um, you know, how um have you sorted out <laughs> your goals for quarter one yet? You know, oh, God. what are you launching next? What are you doing next? What are you and it's like, oh my god, it, it stresses enjoy... me out. Yeah, I just want yeah. to enjoy Christmas, man. Yeah, like... yeah, exactly. That's my goal. Like, leave it... me the fuck alone and let me yeah. chill out. And this is the point. Like, although this episode is about how to make 2023 your best year, and um, by no means are we saying you know, be strict with these steps. Like we yeah. are far from that. Um, there's flexibility there, and that's the beauty of it. Like there's so much flexibility that we can have. Um, and going back to what I said, you know, if you haven't listened to the last episode, listen because this will make so much more sense. But one of my key values is freedom. So how can I actually, you know, be living to that value if I'm putting so much pressure on myself, if I'm putting myself in a box, if I'm putting myself in a cage, if I'm treating myself like everybody else does at this time of year, like no, I want to enjoy time with myself. I want to enjoy time with my family. I want to have the freedom to do that. 
I want to have um no stress on Christmas day like this year we've said that we're not even going to go all out on Christmas dinner because it's just so stressful like I'm in the kitchen all day like it's not what I want to be doing I want to be enjoying myself I want to just have the freedom to you know sit in my pajamas if I want to all day like I don't want stress and by no means am I saying that other people you know they thrive on it like some people mm. love being sociable at Christmas love being out it's just not me it's not me at all yeah. um you know I like to have that time with my family and which is why I'm winding down now and I haven't taken on any work for the rest of this year because that I've planned it that way on purpose because I can because I have the freedom to do that and I am creating that in my life and this is the point that I'm trying to make with this like we are going to be giving you practical actionable steps here but at the same time you have to make it about you and what's important to you and your values and what lines up with you because again another like thing that pisses me off sometimes like it's like here's the strategy here's the strategy do it like this otherwise you are a failure like absolutely not like take into consideration that you're a human being with human emotions with lots of different lifestyles Definitely. And these these exactly like what Vicky was saying, these are just ideas, things that we've learned that, you know, we find valuable. Everything that we say, you might not resonate with or you might not even take with. There might be just one point that you think, do you know what? I've not even thought about that. And I'm going to really focus on that. Do that. You take whatever you can from what we give you today. These are by no means set step by step rules that you have to follow at all. Um, and I think like what this will go quite nicely and what uh, Vicky was just saying about how she's starting to wind down um, this time of year. It's I'm also finding this quite funny. Like I'm not I wouldn't class myself as a massive extrovert, but I know I'm slightly more extrovert than you. because You're an INF. What are you? Yeah. INFJ. That's what my sister is as well. Whereas I'm an ENFP. And towards Christmas time, I'm like, oh, I'm excited to go out and see people and stuff like that. Whereas you're like, right, cozying up inside. I love it. <laughs> I love the contrast. Um, but yeah, going off from what you was just saying about that, um, we mentioned this before, and this is something that we wanted to touch on as well. When it comes to obviously the 1st of January, setting New Year's resolutions, that's sort of the, the typical thing that we would see. However... And again, I'm in nowhere, um, no way, no way near an expert when it comes to this. But um, when you look at the seasons, January is still we're still in winter at that point. It's still technically classed as a rest period. Like that's not a time for hustle, really, if you're following the seasons. And um, I know if anyone follows her, Kirsty Gallagher, she um, follows the moon cycles and things like that. She talked about how, I think it is in March, um, around springtime, that's when the spring equinox starts. And that's when, when you look outside, the flowers start blossoming and stuff like that. Things start getting implemented for summertime, which is typically the the season when we have more energy, we have more daylight so winter time technically if you are following the seasons you might actually still be in hibernation mood you might want to hide away a little bit more and you might not be ready to to take all the action in the world it might just be a case of this season in your life maybe january february might be an implementing season where you're setting out plans for what you're going to do 
in March, April time, when you have that little bit more energy or have more ideas, you have, you want to socialize more, whatever it may be. Um, and I think that's important to kind of, if you are into, um, you know, following the seasons and stuff like that, it's really, it's important to kind of like look at and, um, you know, we've just, as humans, we just set these rules and time and stuff that January 1st is the, is the day that you're meant to change your life, which it isn't. <laughs> Um, but technically, it's still a season of uh, season of rest, really. We're still in hibernation mode. Yeah, and what goes with that isn't, you know, it isn't like sit and do nothing. No, it's a time no. for introspection. It's a time for reflection. It's a time for planning. It's a time for, you know, doing the inner work, the inner work, doing the deep inner work. Like, you know, when you have that time, when you want to go inward, that is the whole point in winter like if you look outside and you see the leaves have fell from the trees everything is cold everything is dark like mm. that is the same for us we are cyclical beings we all have <laughs> cycles and with that comes every day we have a cycle exactly. time, we naturally start to rest and morning time we have more energy generally some sometimes anyway <laughs> After, um, after a coffee at least after a couple of coffees at least um yeah so like again go back to that like it's it's about being in touch with with yourself and being connected with yourself um or nature and just understanding your cycle and and I don't mean menstrual cycle here I mean any cycle um your patterns of behavior your patterns you know what what triggers you into motivation? What triggers you into stress? What triggers you into excitement? Like all of those things, like the more curious you become with that and the more aware you become with those cycles and those patterns of behavior, the more you'll be able to plan effectively rather mm. than just doing things, burning out, um, doing things at the wrong time, like, you know, any of the... <laughs> any of the negativity that comes with that whether that be mental physical like and I'm saying this from experience because I've been out so many times over the years because I've just forced myself to do things when I didn't want to when it wasn't feeling good when it wasn't feeling right um you know me and Hattie were just talking before we came on here like I am so hormonal <laughs> it's just ridiculous um and and we you know he said like you know we can put this off if you want I was like absolutely not like I'm absolutely fine like you talk um about this because I'm so passionate about it but that is the difference I want to do this I feel passionate about it even though I feel like shit even though mm -hmm. I'm in pain like but I don't want to go out and into a shopping center or go out to a mm. club like because I know what is good for me I know what's good for my body I know what's good for me and and my nervous system like and that's through the work that I've done rather than just pe people pleasing, just mm -hmm. doing things because I feel like I should be doing them or other people want me to, or I feel an obligation to. Um, I've cancelled on an event this week that I was planning on going to because I don't want to go. That's because mm -hmm. that's because I've got strong boundaries now. Um, I don't feel right. I don't feel up to it. And this is the importance of it, like just learning how, what works for you and your energy, your personality style. Um, you know, me and Hetty were just talking about um INFJs. What did you say you were again, Hetty? ENFP. ENFP. Um, 
yeah like you know if you know your personality style like look into that a bit more um again we follow human design we follow cycles mm. we follow moon cycles we look you know there's so much to it which we're so passionate about and learn about again we're not experts in and we hope to get experts on in fact we will get experts on to talk about these um different topics in more detail because we feel so passionate about it and why that's important in self-improvement but it is just about learning what works for you um as an individual just like what Hattie said before like she's more extroverted at this time of year I'm more introverted and so I work with that and Mm. when I'm now I'm doing a lot of planning for next year I'm doing a lot of um introspection reflection and that kind of thing so definitely I like I like that um just the last touch on that as well like the whole I think just to reinforce that you know you don't have to have all your year set out and mapped out and structured and everything needs to have a plan to it on January the 1st. If you want to take a, a month to just do the inner work and think, really think about how do I want this year to go, actually, and like what we touched on um, in the last episode, you know, what am I happy with in my life? What's going well? All of those kind of things. Let that be a month or a week, however long you need to take to just focus on that and what you want to how you want the year to go ahead because it's down to you at the end of the day as we've already said and not just that it's like understanding that we are co-creating like with the universe if if you try and force things and do things that don't feel right or feel aligned you will be misdirected um Mm. and redirected in the right direction um and at the end of the day you could save yourself a lot of time <laughs> and I know this from experience by learning how to connect um with yourself and what you really want and because at the end of the day when you take the first step the next one will be revealed um so sometimes ineffectively like you know I'm not by no means I love to think that I'm organized <laughs> and I love planning but it can sometimes be the worst thing that I can do because I go way over the top and I overanalyze everything and I go in all the details. And and then what happens is, is that I go into my pattern of behavior, which is overwhelm, <laughs> which then leads to distraction avoidance, which means that I don't get anything done, which means that yeah. the negative self-talk comes up of, oh yeah, you've done it again. Here we go. You know, you're a failure. You're this, that, and the other. Obviously I know mm-hmm. how to challenge that and change that now. But the, the pattern of behaviour will come up. And then, yeah, again, it's just so much pressure. Like, mm-hmm. take the pressure off. Release that pressure. Like, just like the leaves falling from the trees, you know, we have to let things go as well. And that's this is a perfect time to do that as well. So letting just things go. Yeah, exactly. It can teach us a hell of a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, letting things go time for reflection this is what I would say is the kind of first step right now um if you are kind of again we're coming towards the end of the year doesn't necessarily mean that you know when you listen to this this is the case but the importance of reflection and I don't just mean like at the end of the year like it could be daily reflection um weekly reflection monthly reflection and not just things like what's working what's not working but actually celebrating all the things that have actually Mm. happened the things about yourself what changes you have made and then looking back 
over the, the previous week, month, whatever, however you're doing it. Um, and look at what still needs to be improved on without judgment. And I say that really clearly because the more we judge, the more we stay stuck, the more we the more we resist, the more resistance we attract to ourselves, right? So if we come at come at this reflection from no judgment, just curiosity and excitement for learning and change and oh my god I get to develop I get to change I get to improve rather than like oh I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do the other because again you're just putting far too much pressure on yourself Mm -hmm. definitely another major step for me and what has been massive in the improvement of myself my business like my mindset like literally every part of my life um is practicing being more mindful and intentional with my time but also Mm. my energy as well Mm. um so not only making time for reflection and having that time to really become curious um and more aware it's actually taking the time and giving myself space just to quiet the noise so that I can become more connected like we said before to ourselves to nature to our bodies to um to our cycles to our inner guidance like you know I'm very intuitive I know you are as well Hattie, and I know a lot of the decisions that I have been making lately have been very intuitive decisions and it has served me so much more than mm. it ever has because um, I used to make decisions from a very ego stance a very like oh this is what I should be doing as well listening to that inner critic that inner voice that isn't necessarily as helpful even though it's trying to keep us safe um but the more that we connect to ourselves the more we allow that time for our inner guidance to come through so that we can make decisions Mm. from an authentic place rather than that of what's going on around us and Mm-hmm. then that means that you're opening yourself up to receive if you're opening yourself up to receive messages signs um nudges from the universe like nudges in mm. the right direction and you can become more aware of what's actually going on around you by becoming an observer um rather than mm. just being caught up in autopilot all of the time definitely and I think like this just came to mind as well I think like this is one of the many reasons why coaching is so powerful but I know firsthand like when I've either been working with a client or I've been working with a coach myself sometimes it's it's throughout the sessions you might get an epiphany or oh my god I never even thought of it like that or this happened and I didn't realize that that was actually maybe a a major sign that I'd missed until you kind of sometimes talk about it um I know human design my authority my way of figuring things out is through speaking so um so it could be from having a conversation with somebody or with a coach having a coaching session or it could actually happen like later on in that downtime when you're sitting with yourself and you kind of reflect from either the day you're you know you're not consuming media and other people's information you're just sat with yourself you might get a message or a sign that you you know might have been there the whole time that you'd not even noticed or you'd not even thought about that maybe there's a different choice of direction to take or another opportunity that you didn't see before or notice before because you was so busy in the hustle or um you know 
the consuming and taking all of the action and things, which obviously serves a purpose at times. But I think this is why me and Vicky are talking um, also about the importance of just sitting with yourself. It's also when you're, you know, achieving a goal, you want to blend the two. You want to be, um, you know, working taking the action but also you want to be connected to yourself deeper um deeply your you know your soul and make make sure that you're listening to the to those you know little nudges messages from the universe if you believe in that kind of thing like all of those are important as well um and I think also like kind of what we've mentioned before um I think it was in the previous episode when you are taking all the action, it it's important just to rest. Like you're not meant to just be thinking about like, yes, taking action is important, but also just thinking about, okay, well, what do I need to do tomorrow? Or what do I need to do next week? All of that is very masculine energy. And it's really important to drop back into your feminine energy, rest when you need to rest, sit out in the nature, switch off, like meditate, read, do something fun, sleep, like all of those kind of things are, are still so important when it comes to um, setting out those goals that you want to achieve and, and working on your success. And there's a balance there, like, you know, um, anyone who's listening who doesn't know that much about feminine and masculine energy, like we all have feminine and masculine energy. It doesn't matter whether you're male, female, whatever, like we all have that, but and oftentimes there are aspects that are wounded and we come from a very wounded masculine place where it's hustle where it's you know overwhelm where it's um burnout it, it all it all becomes quite negative um energy when it comes to action whereas we need that masculine energy if we were just in our feminine all the time which is very flowy intuitive creative energy like we need both but if it's wounded mm. it's going to it's going we'll to never get anything done exactly it's going to hinder your your results it really is so it's about finding a balance there about understanding when is the best time for you to rest because rest is productive and for me especially um if I don't have that time to decompress um is a highly sensitive person empath someone who is just yeah t- totally overwhelmed a lot of the time if I don't have that time, everything just falls flat on its face. Like it's it's just too much. Um, and then I just overwhelm my nervous system, my anxiety gets bad. Like it's just a knock-on effect. If I just implement those small, mm. even just five minutes, like to have some peace, <laughs> like inner peace, inner clarity, like there is so much that comes through like there's an abundance Mm. of downloads and ideas and and then and then the masculine comes in to allow you to take the action yeah without actually resting without actually being mindful and being in the moment I would have missed all of that because I would have Mm. just been too busy on autopilot hustling doing the next thing moving on to the next thing like and it's so easily done we live in a very fast-paced society and, and it's almost like we're ingrained um to believe that you know we should be working I know you relate to this Hattie like if again if I do take time to rest sometimes not always because I've done a lot of work on this 
I do feel guilty that I'm not busy because busyness to me was like a worthiness thing. It mm-hmm. was, I, I used to attach my worth to my work, how, how much I was doing, but now not so much because again, I've done done a lot of work on this. Um, it's allowing yourself that time, again, small steps. It can literally be five minutes a day to become mm-hmm. more present, to be more present in your surroundings, to just notice things because mm-hmm. often we just, we're so focused on what's ahead of us we forget what's actually there right in front of us in that moment yeah how many times have you had like you know I've had some of the like the best ideas when I've just been in the shower or just completely on autopilot doing my own thing cooking dinner whatever it is and that's when I get oh my god like I've just had an amazing idea and that's when I'm not quote-unquote taking all the action you do it's the yin and the yang you need the masculine you need the feminine energy which you know that we could definitely make a podcast about masculine and feminine energy um but I think yeah just having that time to to mentally switch off yeah that's that is productive and again that is another we can definitely do an episode on that but definitely important when it comes to um being successful in 2023 there's so many insights that can come from that and can actually help you get to where get towards where you want to go yeah and what I would say on that as well just to add is like the more you're connected to yourself like the more that you'll understand um your reaction to things like so if you want to make an informed aligned decision you'll understand what like a hell yes is and a hell no rather than mm. just like mm, I'm not quite sure oh I'm being indecisive like talking from the, the most indecisive person for years and years and years here like it, it, it this is a game changer like the more that you connect the more that you take that time and I'm gonna you know bring in the intentional time there as well because a lot of the time we're being busy for the sake of being busy yeah um, because of those beliefs there because of those links to worthiness and feeling like you know we're not doing enough um or being enough and mm. um, for whatever reason again that goes much deeper which we can't cover in one episode but um but yeah I just think that's such an important um aspect to take that time and you know Again, I'm off the back of that. I'm, I am going to say like whatever that means to you. If that means nothing, how watching Netflix, like yeah. you do that. Like it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. There's no rules here. There's no rules, oh. and there's far too many people out there telling you exactly how to do this and what to do. Like you do not need to be a guru. You do not need to sit cross-legged mm. to med- meditate. Like it, it, it's whatever works for you. It's about taking that time and that space to connect um and quiet the noise of everything else that's going around that that's around you definitely I was just going to mention as well one last thing as well when it comes to being intentional with your time um you know if you do find you know in terms of wanting to take the action but you find yourself getting more distracted at certain things and you struggle to focus maybe you've got an assignment that you need to get done and you just think god why am I always scrolling on my phone and I can never just sit down and do the thing powerful thing I and it's so simple but I find it really really powerful I've got such a short attention span at times um but if I know I've got to do something I will literally set a timer on my phone for say 10 minutes or 15 minutes 20 minutes however long you want to do set my timer on my phone put my phone away 
And I know for that 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, my mind is solely focused on doing that assignment or completing that task. And as soon as that timer goes off, bang, I can go and watch Netflix or I can go and chill out. I can go and scroll on Instagram if I wanted to. Like, I think sometimes setting those specific timeframes for you to complete those certain tasks can be really helpful as well. And that's a tool that I use a lot with myself and my clients. And um, and it works really well for me with someone with a short attention span. Absolutely agree. I think there's so many different productivity hacks there and it just keeps you more motivated. Um, I'm very similar. I have to time block. I do a lot of time blocking. I think it's it really, really helps me. Um, there's also the Pomodoro technique, um, which I believe is about, I think it's 25 minutes of work and five minutes rest. Um, mm. so there's so many different ways of doing this and you've got to find what works for you and you can't find what works for you unless you try, right? So, you know, exactly. try these things. If you find that you're not being intentional with your time, um, and what I mean by that is just being for the bit being busy for the sake of being busy and not actually finding that you are being productive and getting through what you need to get through um again don't don't put pressure on yourself and don't judge yourself for that because that's okay um but just finding these little techniques that might work that make you more intentional again it could be as simple as putting your phone in a drawer um and committing to half an hour of no screen time but just find that being present and being more mindful and being more intentional um, can make a huge, huge, huge difference when you're trying to achieve your goals. Definitely. Definitely. Should we move on to the next little pointer? Setting aligned goals. And the key here is aligned. Mm. <laughs> um, is so, so important. Again, we touched we... on this as well in the last episode slightly. Yeah. Goals that really feed your, feed your soul. Like they want to fuel your passion mm. and they want to bring you joy and make you feel really good. Um, yes, there is always going to be things that you don't really want to do, um, mm. but it's about how you can actually make them feel better. Um, how can you make them feel more fun? How can you make them feel more aligned to what you want to experience, how you want to feel and your values? Um, and when you're setting goals, you really want to look at it from a standpoint of, um, do they align with your values like consider why you actually want to achieve them because mm. even just that simple little three letters like mm. why if you can answer that truthfully and authentically and have that in the back of your mind but to always come back to to motivate you like it makes such a difference but if you then ask yourself that and you're like why well actually I'm doing it for other people like clearly mm. that's not not the way to go I'm doing it yeah. because jessica down the street did it like mm. i'm doing it because um that's what i've been shown all over instagram of what to do mm. like you know pay attention to what comes up when you ask yourself these questions um because otherwise it'll just feel like a chore and you'll not do it or definitely you'll self-sabotage <laughs> yeah <laughs> which oh, we have masters masters experience in that area mm. and I, I think this is generally you know working with personal training clients as well like January is a classic time of you know I want to lose weight okay great how much weight do you want to lose and why like what's the reason well you know I broke up with my boyfriend and I feel like shit about myself 
there's so much more there in in that you can go so much deeper with that that actually weight loss probably won't get you to that like what you want to achieve um and i think it's really important to to ask yourself those deeper questions that what are you actually wanting or hoping that that achieving that goal is going to give you is it because like vicky was saying deep down your soul is going to light up and that you're going to feel fulfilled and happy with you know losing weight or feeling you know feeling healthier and happier and stuff or is it you know is it something deeper is it something around your confidence that you actually want to work on or you know again I'm using fitness as an example here but deep down really get specific on the reasoning why you want to achieve that goal what do you think that goal is going to give you um and how is it going to change your life in any way is it going to change your life in any drastic way um is it going to make you feel better you know yeah and and I totally agree with that like you know I've had clients come to me and I really relate to this myself as well in my journey but um, they come to me with goals uh, and, and within a couple of weeks their goals have completely changed yeah. because what they came with was not a reflection of what they truly wanted needed had any meaningfulness purpose um, you know it wasn't 100%. linked to them authentically and and when they do this work when 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 anybody does this work and they go a little bit deeper into it in the back the background of where this actually comes from you might actually realize that the goals that you have now um aren't necessarily the ones that you actually really want to, to focus on um mm. and this is the importance of, of that alignment and alignment in itself is is just feeling connected to your purpose and to your goals like in mm. the, the simplest way of kind of explaining it for this this purpose but if things don't line up to your values, to your strengths, to your purpose, to your passions, like you are always going to hit roadblocks because there's something underlying of where mm. you've actually got this idea of what these goals are for and why mm-hmm. why you actually were even working towards them. Mm-hmm. Which again means that when you do actually reach them, because you could be successful in reaching them completely, but then mm-hmm. you're still not fulfilled and you're still not happy because they weren't yeah. actually aligned in the first place. Or generally, more often than not, you won't sustain it for the long haul because there's going to be no reason to, because it isn't connected to you know your soul, purpose, and passion. And um, when it does, you're going to want to, you're going to want to live it. You're going to want to em- fully embody that that goal or success, whatever it is. Whereas when it's not connected, you're just going to let it go straight away. And that, again, there's no judgment for that. Um, you know, we've all done it. I definitely have over and over but yep. lesson learned so and this is why we're able to teach you this like you know we haven't just got this out of a book <laughs> it's through experience and personal and and professional but um but yeah that just made me think of one client in particular had reached a an income level where they thought that would be amazing right and it was amazing but they weren't happy when they got there and all that they did was bl- the blue the money because they couldn't hold mm. on to it it wasn't sustainable because deep down they were sabotaging because technically although they had created that success their values weren't even um linked to money they yes. weren't linked to financial gain so therefore it was just a natural um reaction reaction for them. yeah yeah to, to kind of just 
blow that because it wasn't yep. really important to them and um, mm-hmm. there's so much more to that which, which I won't go into now but it's just another example like sometimes we reach certain goals and we don't feel happy we don't feel fulfilled we don't feel mm. content we don't feel joy because in the beginning when we set those goals they weren't aligned to um to what we really wanted deep down yeah a hundred percent and there's a perfect um visualization exercise actually that literally just take five minutes out of your day and just close your eyes and imagine where you would like to be this time next year um again going back to being mindful you know taking that time away with no distractions and just when you open your eyes after that when you've imagined that no matter how crazy it is no matter how big or how far away it seems to you right now how impossible it feels just write it all down and see what comes up what you actually um want below the surface rather than on a conscious level what you think that you might want yeah and that's part of obviously doing the inner work that we always talk about you know consciously you might think and again it relates to the past episode that we um, talked about you might think on a conscious level oh I want the car I want the house I want the successful career I want the relationship all of those things on the surface level consciously because you're being told this from everyone around you but subconsciously actually deep within you've got these inner desires that you don't go and talk about to you know your best friend or you know the person down the road or your manager like these are these are things that are deeper inside of you which is why we obviously emphasize the importance of doing the inner work with yourself or with a coach um that can work with you through these steps to really get specific on what those goals are going to be what goals are going to be important for you on a deep soul level rather than just a conscious one absolutely um yeah, the next thing that I really want to touch on is um is setting daily intentions. So when you've when you've actually came to the idea, you know, what your goals are and whether they're aligned um to how you actually want to feel and your values um and what actually really lights you up, do you get excited by them? Mm. We want to break those down because we don't want to get overwhelmed. Um, and I'm saying this for all the overthinkers, overanalyzers in here, and like, you know, all the all the people who might be listening to this, who might be similar to me. Um, sometimes we get scared of the responsibility that comes with these big goals, um, which just totally knocks us straight into the fear of failure or success, and and feeling like that's impossible um feeling so far away so if we break those goals down so they're easier to manage and then what we want to do is is set daily intentions and what I mean by that is like what I intend to do today to get me one step closer to that goal and um, mm. it just makes it so much more manageable and more connected and in the feeling of mm. of what you're actually doing rather than like seeing this big goal and being shit scared that it's so far away and you're never going to get there um so yeah like linking it to how you feel what you intend to do that day and that could be as simple as going back to what I said before about you know being more mindful and intentional with your time it might just simply be like 
taking half an hour out to put your phone away. It might be getting up half an hour earlier so that you can do some yoga, some stretching, go for a run, go for a walk, whatever that may be. And um, five minutes of meditation, whether that be beginners listening to guided meditation, sitting in silence, like it literally could be anything. And I'm just saying this from a mindset and spiritual perspective. But productivity wise, like it could literally be, I intend to um make a spreadsheet, <laughs> for instance, if you're that way inclined, mm-hmm. um, so that I can keep on top of my daily tasks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I intend to tackle my finances today. Like, if you're mm-hmm. scared of doing that, and again, it it, it all adds up. These are tasks that we need to do, that we want to do, that we get to do. But essentially, like, we want to commit to them from a place of power and empowerment rather than, like, being shit scared to even face them. Mm. Um, And when we break it all down, it means that we don't feel as far away because every time we do something, every time we check it off the list, every time we celebrate that, you know, and we building these new habits we are essentially moving one step closer every time anyway Mm, definitely and like I'm obviously I'm very very big on habits this is something that I help my own clients to do and that I think habits is probably one of the the key most fundamental thing when it comes to achieving any goal at all get specific on what habits do you actually have right now and what habits do you need to obtain in order to get to where you want to be so almost like reverse engineer your goal if you want to run a marathon and you ain't even running at this point well guess what that's number one like that habit needs to be implemented but obviously we need to break that down even more like what you were saying I think sometimes we see the goal and we see a big mountain and we think how the how the hell am I even going to climb that? It's all about taking one small step at a time. If, you, if you've if you never ran before and you want to run a marathon, what's the first step? Maybe it might just be researching buying a, buying a pair of running shoes. That's the first step. And it seems so insignificant to the big goal. But actually, without that key step, that without that key small habit, it's going to be impossible to get to your end goal. Um. And it's same, you know, if if it is to run a marathon, it might just be firstly going for a walk or going for a five minute run at this point. And yeah, five minutes might seem so far away from where you're at, but actually without that first step, it's going to be, you can't attack, you can't attack the main goal without first having to take that first step. Um, So I think really getting clear on you know what habits do you need to cultivate in order to get to that long-term goal what habits may you need to change your work on in order to get to where you want to be um and really our days on our lives and all of our time is really a um a result of all of the habits that we have on a day-to-day basis the results that you have right now are a result of all of the habits that you've cultivated over the years so if you want to look at where you want your life to be this time next year, think about what what habits you might need to start working on. Just start by writing them down as well. I don't want that to seem overwhelming at all. 
because any goal is possible and any habit is possible. It's 100% possible to change your habits. It just means dissecting what habits need to be um, created. Like what habits do you need to form first and foremost? And what habits do you maybe need to break in order to get to where you want to be? Yeah. And what, you know, what do you need to embody to become this person that you want to become? So when you actually like do all of this work and you break it all down and you see what's important, you've created, you know, your definition of success, you've started working on your aligned goals. Like when you think of that person, like say this time next year, like how do they act? How do they behave? What habits do they have? What, what daily Mm. intentions what daily um, tasks are they doing? Like, how do they show up for themselves? How do they um, interact with other people? Like, and if that is different to where you are now, which is likely because obviously we're here for self-development. So we, we obviously want to change. Um, we look at, you know, filling in that gap, not being too scared of how far the gap seems, but actually what are little small incremental steps that can get you a bit closer so for instance if you're wanting to set up a business you have a great business idea but you're too kind of scared to take that plunge just yet like what could you be doing in the meantime like if you think about a year's time you want to set up you want to have a successful business you want to have it up off the ground you want to be confident you want to be um you want to write a book or you want to do a podcast or whatever Mm -hmm. do a little bit of research to start off with. Start watching videos when you're doing the dishes, listening, mm. listen to a, a inspirational video or a podcast. Um, start reading, start um, you know, setting yourself a, an intention or a commitment to read one book every month, every week, whatever it might be to you, however fast you read. Um, again, there's so many different options here, but it is about breaking it right down so that you can create these new habits because it takes time to create new habits but essentially we don't even think about brushing our teeth we just brush our teeth because it is an automatic habit when you do things repetitively over and over again it just becomes a habit every morning I meditate it has become a habit because I have done it over and over and over again and I know the benefit of that now and so hopefully that makes sense anyway I think as well, going back to, you know, embodying that version of you, whatever, you know, that vision that you've got at the end of 2023 or whenever you're listening to this, um, get clear on who that is, what, what beliefs do they have about themselves? And obviously this is something that we work, myself and Vicky, we work very closely with clients to, to get to the root of them. But where you are right now your beliefs might contradict what you're wanting to achieve so actually embodying that version of you that successful version of you what beliefs might need to change in order for you to get there what do you what would that version of you think about themselves how would they speak about themselves how would they talk about themselves how would they hold themselves and what kind of habit like what Vicky was saying what kind of habits would they do every day what would their non-negotiables be how would their boundaries look like like there's so many different things that we can start chipping away at and this is something I love to get clients to do like start acting out as if you are that 
future version of you what what kind of things can you start to take on now as you are and try it on try try that different personality on how does it feel does it feel really uncomfortable it's all about bridging that gap from where you are right now to where you want to be and just slowly slowly chipping away and embodying becoming that version of you um and from a law of attraction standpoint as well you're matching that frequency of becoming that version of you you're you're getting on that level of um the same frequency and energy as that future version of you that has that success or goal whatever you want to uh, achieve absolutely because that vision is already there it's already existing like you know the way that i look at things like that that vision of you is already existing in a, in space and time it's just about you stepping into that vision um, and almost collapsing time and quantum leaping and just like, you know, we can do that when you do this work, when you're able to step into that vision and, and break through all of the barriers and the shit and the blocks and everything mm. that is preventing you because that person that you want to be, like I say, is already there. It's just about unraveling and un just getting rid of all the layers of all the shit that has been put on you because you were born to become this person that you actually want to be you wouldn't be given that vision for no reason yeah that, that vision that vision is there for a reason and it means that it is possible but first you have to believe that it's possible and that's why we do a lot of deep inner work with beliefs um to kind of uncover that and make sure that you're coming from the right standpoint mm-hmm so finally, the last point that we really want to share um, is prioritizing and remembering and that you can have it all, but not all at once. Um, and I really want to reiterate this because it is a mm. huge lesson that I've learned. And it is something that I tell my clients all the time, because often what we do is, um, you know, I'm very blessed to have lots of amazing ideas. But when we try and tackle too many things at once, we end up getting nothing done. Um, or we start a project and we don't finish it. Yes. We get, you know, shiny object syndrome where we just jump onto the next thing. Um, and we get very caught up in external circumstances and validation from the fact of, okay, we'll move on to something else because it that's going to give us more um more success more money or it's going to free up more time or whatever but really what happens is is that we just end up starting and not finishing a hell of a lot of things um so me and Hattie will always want you to dream big like dream as big as you can um because anything is possible but the last thing that you want to try and do is just take it take on too much at once and overwhelm yourself um or leave yourself with so many Mm. unfinished projects which then just puts you straight into that cycle of feeling shit, feeling like a failure, um, procrastinating, trying to make everything perfect and then not actually seeing any results anyway. I think a lot of people can probably relate. Being multi-passionate and you're, you know, again, you're interested in so many different things and you've got so many goals. I don't think I've ever just had one goal at a time. There's always, I'm spinning plates. I'm never just reading one book in fact only only recently I used to be that person that was reading three books at a time like I don't know if that's the Gemini in me or what but only recently over the last year or so I've really honed in on that 
just focus on one thing and that again it comes down to habits and things like that that if you are when it you know for example reading a book you're not going to finish all three books if you're reading three books at a time focus on one book focus on reading one page a day or something like that break it right down um and same with your goals if you've got three major big goals maybe you're wanting to buy a house you're also wanting to start your own business you wanted to get fit at the gym and all of these kind of things really prioritize because all of those things interconnect as well your energy levels are going to affect how you show up in the gym how you show up at work and how you're going to want to create your business and and all of these kind of things so how can you make it the easiest way possible um to achieve you know obviously in the long run to achieve all of those goals but maybe prioritize what's what's doable right now or what might take me the less amount of time and energy um, and what's most important to me right now um, and that way you can chip away at each goal at a time I, I really think there's power in just focusing on one thing at a time rather than spinning plates because I am the queen at spinning plates and it's never worked for me. So it's only fairly recently I've really tried to just focus on just doing one thing at a time. And I can honestly say it's a game changer, like completing things um, and getting things done feels so much better than trying to do 10 things at once. It just doesn't work. And you know what comes with that as well is this idea that... (laughs) multitasking okay so I'm gonna go into a bit like multitasking for me like I used to think that was a strength right so I was like oh yeah I'm really good at multitasking like but really all I was doing was just trying to do far too much all at once thinking I was superwoman burning myself out my energy was completely diluted across everything that I was trying to do and Mm. there was no focus there there was no focus the end result wasn't there I was never creating any success for any results that I actually wanted because I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm really good at multitasking, like 50,000 tabs open on my computer. Like, I still mm-hmm. do that, by the way. Um, Same yeah, right now. Like, yeah, exactly, like right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it is, it's about learning what works for you as well. So, like, you know, choosing maybe what is easiest or what is going to take less time might work for you better. But also there's a saying, like, I think it's um eat the frog, like, and just go for... Mm. the 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 biggest one first and start breaking that down and tackling that first again this is going to be individual and it's going to be what works for you um but there is power in focus and again going back to being intentional with your time rather than spreading yourself too thin and just yeah just not getting anything done definitely and I think I don't know if it's um Oh, I can't remember the author, um, but I know he he wrote Atomic Habits and it's one of my favourite books. But um, he mentions something along the lines of putting in a small percent every day um, to a certain task or goal that you have. And I think if you've got 10 goals that you're trying to achieve all in one go, 
that means that you're probably putting 5% in each and every one of them, which means one, it's going to take 10 times as long to achieve any of them. And two, the energy that you're putting, the focus that you're putting in them is probably going to be really, really poor. So actually you would get more done by focusing on just one of those things and putting all your energy and focus into that one thing. And once that's done, like tick completely. Yeah, absolutely. There's actually an amazing book called The One Thing. And um, it actually just made me think of it when you said when you said those words. Yes. Um, the One Thing. It's a really, really good book. Yeah. Um, I when I was saying it. it, I thought of that book as well. So that that's it's a New York Times bestseller. Um, I'm trying to, but it's Gary Keller. Um, there's another author as well. Um, I can't remember the other author. But um, but yeah, that's a really good book. If anyone wants to go and check it out, we're not affiliates by any of these <laughs> recommendations. By the way, it's just from experience. Um, so again, we're not getting anything no. from that. Um, we will always it's... give you um good rec- recommendations for books, though. You'll always get that on this podcast. We want to make sure that have those aligned goals, break them down have daily intentions, daily habits, embody the person who you want to be. But also, you know, remembering that you can have all these things, believing that you can have it all, but not trying to do too much at once and taking too much on at once because you're just going to dilute your energy and you're not always going to get the results that you actually want. So by just tackling one or two things at a time, which also make you feel good because that makes you stay motivated and you, you can then celebrate each time that you're taking a step in the right direction. And I'm going to reiterate that as well because often we don't celebrate ourselves enough. Um, we're way too hard on ourselves. I know I've said it before, but you should be celebrating. Like I, I think my clients get sick of every time they have a win. I'm like, right, okay, how are you going to celebrate? How are you going to celebrate? And it doesn't have to be anything big, but it's just acknowledging the fact that you are making these massive steps. Like they may feel small um, in the grand scheme of things of wherever you want to get to, but they are huge steps um, essentially. And the fact that you're changing and that you're growing and evolving is such a blessing and it's such a powerful thing. Like people are literally sat at home, not doing anything or they are thinking about doing something and they never do it. There's power in even having those ideas and even taking those first steps in the process as it is. So mm. celebrate yourself for that. Definitely. And you're slowly, slowly over time, I think, acknowledging that just how you're embodying that new version of yourself. Maybe you're slowly, slowly putting more boundaries in place or recognising that certain people um don't respect your boundaries like that might be a big thing um on the way to becoming and becoming that future version of you just how your mindset might be shifting slightly like that is progress in itself um and that is that's part of the process and the journey of of achieving that success that you're looking for 100% well I have absolutely loved this episode um we have talked about so, so much. You might want to listen to it a couple of times or jump around a little bit, whatever relates and resonates with you the most. But these are our top tips and our um, best steps for creating success in 2023. Not that that means anything, because you can use this information at any point in time, wherever you're at, 
whether you're just beginning, whether you're further on in your journey, whatever it might be, these are proven, proven steps that we've we've experienced, um, our clients have experienced, and they've just been huge game changers. So I hope that they will be for you as well. Yeah, just to touch on that, and I think it fits quite well with the end of this episode as well. Um, myself and Vicky, um, we will be opening slots um come January um I'll be taking on clients to work with me one-on-one um with in my um 14 week coaching program so if that is something that you're interested in or potentially would like to work with me um I will leave my Instagram down below that's probably the best place to to catch me on there so do um follow um and connect on there you can ask me any questions you have about coaching or what's involved and all of those kind of things if that is something that you're interested in yeah absolutely the same for me as well um i'm opening up slots for one-to-one from january um my programs are slightly different in length and um, i do have short-term and long-term programs and you'll see when you go on to my instagram and hetty's instagram we do do various different things as well as similar things and um, so whatever relates to you um you know drop us a message ask any questions um you know there's no judgment here either if you really there's no there's no such thing as a silly question and um, if you're new to all of this and you're not quite sure where to even start like we're happy to reach out and help you regardless whether there's an you know a financial investment there or not um and with that being said we hope you've really enjoyed the episode guys we've enjoyed talking to you um we hope you found some value from this episode as well and we will catch you on the next episode